For the thousands in the comments and the millions listening on YouTube Premium. Welcome to the season one finale of Canitro! Where it's a special episode. We are we are watching the final live broadcast of 1995 of WCW WCW Starcade 1995, and we are counting all the inappropriate racist comments they make about Japan. Oh, now, beyond that, there's also a great triangle match. Uh, or an intriguing triangle match, I should say, and a clusterfuck of a finale. It's going to be a wonderful recap. Welcome. Thank you for taking this journey through 1995 with us. Uh, I, I, it's Rob here. I got Jordan and Bo yes, coming right. in with us. Hello. And I just want you to know you're never going to see that piece of garbage Colin Young on this show again. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted too much money. You wanted he created you control get- my ass. We're only, you guys are only getting real podcasters like Bo Looters, <laughs> Rob Pasbani. Let's get it going. For too many years, Colin has been holding up <laughs> these up and comers down. Not anymore. <laughs> no, we love Colin. Bro. He's just very busy. He's busy boy. <laughs> and and did not have the time, unfortunately, to do this. But he's here out- with us in spirit. Mm. In spirit. In actuality, he is now playing rhythm guitar, I guess, in something. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing a whole lot. Insane. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a good album, though, probably. This um, pay-per-view. Yes. For in, initial thoughts. It was smaller than I was expecting. Some of the nitros were, like, more grand in the setup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, we have... Tony and Bobby in tuxes, and we got Dusty in half tux, half jeans. Dude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And no Pepe, which was a bummer, because I expected him to be wearing a tux. Oh. Tux Pepe. We never got, there was never, there was never a formal Pepe, at least no, not this year. Only informal. Oh, yeah. He's very yeah. informal. I, um, I'm with you. This was a strange... This is a strange event. Uh, I first off, the Dusty Rhodes outfit. I want. I'm going to events like that. Big jeans. J- the fancy. He had the fanciest tuxedo jacket. Yeah, he had tails. Yeah, the tails. Yeah, tails, and then just like a black button up and Y two cunt glasses. Unbelievable. <laughs> he. <laughs> They made jokes about not being able to understand Dusty within the first five minutes. Dude, that, that's Dusty commentary. That's what's so great about having Dusty there. He is the unintentional comedian to Bobby Heenan's intentional comedian. But they just beat that horse all night, three hours. All night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what he's saying? Like, <laughs> like, and you know that's not the first time. Like, the, like, no, they they didn't just come up with that on the fly. Oh my god! Oh yeah. Well, like Dusty has that kind of like drunk, lovable uncle at the cookout kind of, or like the barbecue kind of vibe where you see him every few weeks, and it's like everyone loves him, but then 
you know, he gets too many sodas in him and he is just, he's going <laughs> off. And what was crazy is I feel like the further into the show we got, Tony and Bobby kind of got tired and Dusty was just getting more energy. Yeah. Whereas like he was calling the main event, yeah. it seemed like, Damn. and they were doing the color. I re- uh, he was like turning into a promoter, like this is the biggest knot in the history of our sport. We yeah. got Ric Flair go for his twelfth title belt, baby. He gonna I, do yeah. it. These are these. these I are loved him. Time world champion. I thought it was great. I I, I really yeah, no. actually liked him. And it's so this funny. This is the best WCW commentary combo. Uh, Tony, yeah. Bobby, and Dusty. Uh, if only Pepe was there, I agree. But but Dusty adds so much more, like compared to Mongo, because he has the silly one-liners that don't make sense plus he actually is funny and like provides insight because he's a legend and was like a dude like a formidable wrestler forever with all of these guys too so it's like he knows like exactly what he's gonna say you know uh, like the most famous baby face ever is dusty Rhodes. right was he always a baby face oh yeah i was there a heel dusty Rhodes? Rob, we uh, not during his main run. No, I don't think huh. his yeah, main I, run was all was all babyface. Yeah, I, I like he's he's like his babyface run is like pre Hulk Hogan Hulkamania. Wow. Oh, Hulk Hogan uh, openly admits that he stole from superstar Billy Graham and Dusty Rhodes. Those were his <laughs> yeah. two inspirations. So yeah, without Dusty Rhodes, there'd be no Hulk Hogan. Dusty um, Rhodes is Dusty's the best. He's it is like i i love every piece of this like when he gets called out for like what are you talking about i love it he's always going like i was doing my soliloquy i was filibustering for him baby. yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. that's the way <laughs> yeah, the salami yeah. falls it's just like, what are you yeah talking? that's the thing just, like dusty's totally self-aware of how ridiculous he is and he and he leans into it he loves it he's fine yeah. he has the the utmost confidence in himself to know that, like, yeah, I said something stupid. So what? It's fun. Yeah, it is fun. I like it's, that. I like that too. I also I love that. I love that he has this very specific personality and way of speaking, and the rest of his family is absolutely nothing like it. <laughs> like, not a not an ounce of that is in Dustin or Cody. Mm. Or anyone relate like this is like Dusty is an enigma, and I think it's Goldust did the the weird like stuttering shit eventually. The like the three Stooges, yeah, yeah, but like you know he did it. (laughs) He did like for Dusty. I don't think it's a bit. You don't think so? Well, he leans into it. You know what I mean. I don't think if he's going, yeah, 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 he gets he's going to. I mean, he's playing a character, but it's still it's him. To eleven, as, as they yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. What do we uh, have first? Beautiful. Benoit. Well, well. First, I want to say that right, like the first line of the pay per view is the Japanese are invading WCW. Which, oh boy, what a night! How many times did they say rickshaw? How many times? Did they, you know, we don't have to like really uh, uh, keep too much count, but it was like blatant. Uh, they how did much. say rickshaw, and, and, and I was, and if I could just say. Uh, something about this tournament it makes absolutely no sense to me because no it isn't like now where you could 
access New Japan Pro Wrestling. They have an over-the-top network. You know, you can go to the streaming site. They have a weekly show on Access TV if you're one of the, like, 50,000 people who get that channel. Uh, but, like, there's ways to watch New Japan. There's YouTube, you know, and familiar, familiarize yourself with the wrestlers. None of this existed. So how is anybody supposed to know who most of these guys are? Like, right. Masahiro Chono, like, some of these guys have never been on Nitro. They've only been on the weird week shows which we're obviously not a lot like they did such a bad job promoting this and this whole thing was i feel completely unnecessary and even by the end of the night you completely forgotten about it it's 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 not even at all important because the world title thing is such a big news story it played out exactly like i would have guessed like it's, yeah it's tied uh and then you know um it was cool now like in in my current knowledge of wrestling which is still when it comes to japanese stuff pretty limited yeah but you're absolutely right at the time dude i mean Who i was at fucking, knows about this? i was at um whatever pay-per-view it was when danielson and adam cole and ruby debuted all out and suzuki came out uh to go against moxley i had no idea who he was i didn't know oh and i'm like a current you know, I keep up with stuff, blah, blah, blah. It's just showing, like, I still don't. So I can't even imagine at that time. I cannot yeah, exactly. imagine. Like The only way to watch New Japan at that time was to uh, trade tape, tapes. tapes. That's it. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't even in video stores. You couldn't go to a video. You just had to know people <laughs> or, like, see an ad in the back of a wrestling magazine and trust that they send you a tape. And I the feel, tapes are in Japanese. I feel like, at, uh, like, Maybe they were, they were like, other than Jushin Thunder Liger, they're like, it doesn't matter who any of these guys are because they're just guys for us to be. They sold so hard the Japanese versus the U.S. thing that they're like, it almost doesn't matter. Like, they'll learn about them on the fly. But Number one, that whole aspect of it is fucking insane because this show starts with Chris Benoit, who is very yes. famously not a U.S. citizen yes. at all. <laughs> so, like, not from... Also, like, Eddie Guerrero is also not from the States, and neither is Alex Wright. So what I are we Eddie doing? I believe Eddie Guerrero is from... I believe he was born in Texas. He was born in El Paso. Oh, okay. But Alex uh, Wright, you're right, Germany. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't is even. He, is he actually? I German? didn't even think about that. Alex Wright's yes. surname is like the is the Wunderkind. Das Wunderkind. Das Wunderkind. Like, did how? Oh, okay. I didn't even think Still about that. Two, two guys are not from the United States on your whole they USA. Thought about this for like two seconds at most. <laughs> it's literally just like how about uh, like. Are Eddie's white enough? It's white guys versus Japanese guys. Yeah, it's I'm sure up. they would say it's WCW versus, but they 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 don't keep it separate. They often they go had into a, the national. They had a thing, yeah. they cut to a guy in the audience with a little Japanese flag going, <laughs> <laughs> and like Sting does like a big USA chant. It's like no, it's not what this is. This is WCW. It should be like. 
Yeah, what? I did that. The commercials did say WCW versus Japan. You're yeah. right, but but then it became somehow it got translated to US versus Japan. Yeah, which they should have shied away from. Well, they shouldn't have even done this. This was well, they were. This felt like such a waste of a show. Honestly, company like a waste company of a, a cool. pay per view. Like this could have been a Nitro. They. Yeah. At the end of the episode, when they get in the cup, everyone's wearing a USA shirt except for Chris Benoit, who's literally in the corner. Yes. Wearing, by the way, this just arrived in the mail. I got Ooh. mine too. Uh, but Chris Benoit is wearing this in the corner, literally going like, "Yeah, whatever." Yeah, and it was a, it actually was a US versus Japan. You're right. That that was the shirt for the pay per view. It was US versus Japan because there was also a Japanese flag on it, which was very tacky. Like like what? Yeah. What uh, Nashvillian would want to buy a shirt, would want to wear a shirt in Tennessee with the Japanese flag so prominently displayed? You know, that doesn't, bad marketing. I will say, uh, maybe this has since been edited or whatever, I didn't spot any signs or, mm. or gestures from crowd members that were... No slurs? No slur. Yeah, nothing like that. It's good, mm -hmm. I would say. Yeah, yeah, just problematic language, not, yeah, not outright Yeah, racist. truly. The worst, uh, uh, we'll get into the worst part, but let's, oh, this first match, Jushin Thunder Liger versus, like, Chris Benoit. This starts, and I'm like, is this going to be the, this is going to be the greatest <laughs> pay-per-view I've ever seen in my life? <laughs> That's uh, fucking it was, sick. It, uh, it was, as it a, was a great match. Yeah. And... All, it was a little weird seeing Liger being booed. I wasn't used to that. I'm not. Uh, that was wrong. That felt yeah. insane. Uh, it, it was kind of cool to hear them talk about how Liger had a cartoon. Liger's the only wrestler that's been on WCW actively before this. So he's like the only recognizable guy here. Uh. Uh, and uh, by the way, there's two wrestlers on the show that actively wrestled this year. Can you name who they are? One of them is pretty obvious. Sure. Wait, what do you mean? Like two wrestlers who wrestled on Starcade in '95 wrestled at least one match in 2023. Oh, oh, uh, Jushin Liger? No. Oh, Sting. No, retired. Uh, Sting is the one. Yeah, yeah, the obvious one. And then who's the other one? Arn. <laughs> the other one is Hiroshi Tenzan, the guy who faced Macho Wait. Man. Ric Flair also wrestled this year. Uh, he wrestled last year in 2022. It was his last match. Summer oh, I thought they did that. I, it is, this is a bit of... But yes, if we, <laughs> time is crazy. But it is wild that there's people from this show 30 years ago. Holy shit. Still, still in the ring. Sting uh, is the yeah, so fucking man. Liger versus Benoit. Uh, one of the two longest matches on the card. Yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, this and the following match were the long matches. The rest of them were, were pretty quick. The um, uh, this was this was great. It was just good wrestling. I don't know how he wrestles with that shit on his head. I'll tell you what, because I think he has short <laughs> hair too. So he's wearing like horns, a mask, and hair, all yeah, in the thing. Yeah. So That'd the so wig, it's, the the wig is later because this is around the time of Kishin Liger, where Kishin Liger he has long hair when he's Kishin Liger originally. Oh, okay. okay. Like when he's pulling it off, when he, he looks. It off. I. I just saw for like the first time the Kishin Liger thing with uh, it's like him versus Muda and it's the coolest match maybe of all time. Mm. It's really <laughs> insane. Um, he rips the whole top half of his costume off 
and he's a monster. And he's got long hair and he's fucking ripped. He then loses the match, which feels crazy, but yeah. uh, it's still awesome. Um, he was on AEW this year at the Bret Hart thing. Oh, yeah, for like two seconds. For like two very to, disrespectful seconds. Had to, had to fly all the way to Canada for that. <laughs> I hope he got paid well. Uh, but this was, this was a cool... A lot of terrible... That's the other thing. Why book an event where nobody can lose? Oh there my were so God. many bad finishes. Yeah. Like, why? You're the writer. Why write yourself into a corner like this? You know, this is wrestling. Anything is possible. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, Kevin Sullivan runs out. He's starting this feud now with the Horsemen, which is actually going to be one of the few cool things on TV because this leads to the big Kevin Sullivan, Brian Pillman match mm. and eventually to the weird. Chris Benoit feud, which leads to Kevin Sullivan's wife leaving him for Chris Benoit in real life. Uh, so he distracts, uh, Sullivan runs out, distracts Benoit, and then Liger uh, does the ugliest head scissor slash Frankensteiner I've ever seen, but it looked fine. He got the win. He got the first win. The first one goes to New Japan. WCW has got to come back from behind. Right. Um. I hate the Taskmaster. I hate yeah. it. Yeah, get the fuck totally out of here. I hate. I always hated him. What it's unnecessary? <laughs> unnecessary. And not believable. What? <laughs> not a threat. He's the Booker. He's the Booker man. I just. I want to know how he arrived at Taskmaster because you've told me, Rob, that people found him scary as a Satanist in like the 1970s or whatever. Yeah. How do you South go Florida. from? How do you go from like I'm. Because he's clear, clearly like I, he's doing like a son of Sam thing. How do you go from that to I'm the Taskmaster? Yeah, I don't know how he got Taskmaster. Uh, taskmaster sounds like an underling. It doesn't sound like the boss. Yeah, right. It sounds like the the like the underboss, the capo. Like yeah. it 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 is less menacing of a name than the Riddler. It is yeah. So we. <laughs> I, I have 100%. a task manager on my computer. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's exactly. Dude, it sounds like a web 2.0 I'm the recycling bins. What the fuck? Yeah, oh my God. It's so silly. <laughs> it's, he sounds like a game show host. It's like, it's a Bob Barker-ass gimmick, R.I.P. And it has nothing to do with R.I.P. a Dungeon of Doom or anything. Like, there's no... It do Dungeon of well, Doom? Guess, cool, like, little cool kid name. bad guy team name. Why not Dungeon Master? Yeah. yeah, it's like a thing. Like, yeah, what? Uh, it's just I, I, I just also no one looks like they're from a dungeon. Yeah, he's in the dungeon of doom. Yellow. And they all. That's he's wearing a yellow, like smoking robe. <laughs> it doesn't look like it looks insane. He's just got weird little eyebrows, oh. and otherwise he looks like a dyed blonde Danny DeVito. Mm. I don't get it, mm -mm. and they don't treat him that way. They're like, oh my god. It's, it's the task. Oh no! Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, it's it's kind of like uh, one of the guys in management. So you you want to be nice to them, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you I guess. Nice. Anyway, dude, task uh, manager. <laughs> that's great. Uh, then we got, got our me. boy Alex Wright in the second match against Koji Kanemoto, who I have never seen before. Mm -mm. I haven't seen either of these guys. He was a pretty sick. This is a great match, this too. Is match. Mm -hmm. This is really fun. Both of these guys are, are working hard. 
uh, Kenimoto would do these ankle locks, and he would have a crazy like torque to the ankle lock where it looked like he was really ripping the ankle off, uh, which I thought was really cool. They they threw in a jab at Jim Cornette in this match because Alex Wright said that, uh, or one of the announcers said that Alex Wright uh, was training in the Smoky Mountains. Yeah, and then. Shivani said, the Smoky Mountains, nobody trains up there because Jim Cornette had a promotion called Smoky Mountain Wrestling, right, right, right. which was not successful. Mm. So that was a slight I, I, burn. I remember that comment, and I didn't put it together, but that makes sense. That was a very uh, a Jack Perry situation of mm. the time. Mm. Got he. <laughs> uh, a German boy's tall, huh? He's a big boy. Yeah. I felt boy. bad for him. He got like no offense. Kanemoto is super stiff. He has to take all of this stiff uh, stuff that he was even bleeding from the nose. And I feel when you're bleeding from the nose, that's not, you know, intentional. That's no, a hard yeah. way yeah, blood. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta sure. I gotta say, I'm Alex Wright, the the way his like gear fits, like like his schmeckus in the tights looks like the drawing of like the ambiguously gay duo. Ambiguously gay. Underpaint. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. On SNL. Yes. He, his he has like the most prominent dick in the tights that I think I've ever seen in wrestling. The phrase is visible penis line. VPL. Schlong. VPL. Yeah. Do you know what schlong? Schlong, schlong is, is, is also. Schlong. But do you know what yeah. that is in German? It means schlong. It means snake. Oh, it all ties together. But, yeah, he is out there sides piping. He is, has <laughs> yeah. visible sides pipe. He is uh, so uh, gross. <laughs> it's for the after parties for the ladies to know that he's out here. Yeah, I is, don't, oh, I, is everybody else tucking? And he's just like, no, I will show. I no, will, I just think he's just got thing. a fucking hog on him. Good for him. He's a tall People guy. Just have hogs. You know? It's like say it was like the Finn, Finn Balor thing. I feel when he was wearing the briefs. Yeah, he was just hog wild, baby. <laughs> you would just see it's, that thing smacking people. You think that's why Finn is like, uh, like he doesn't wait. He's wearing the long, like baggy long. He's boys a heel now. now. He he's doesn't like, want you, you to look at his. You, you can't, can't see, see my dick. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, can't see my dick now. I'm a baddie. I'm the real rock and roller. <laughs> uh, this match also began. The ongoing gag of the pay-per-view. Alex Wright hits a German suplex. Tony Schiavone calls it. Dusty Rose is like, where are you getting these words, German suplex? He threw them over his head, baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, he's like, that's the name of the move. Like, he's not making this up. Like, they were fascinated that uh, something was called a German suplex. And this goes on the whole for thing. quite a while. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. for every move name. Dude. Oh, now we're calling them the animals one, and stuff. It's like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The best was uh, the finish is a moonsault onto, onto Alex Wright. And in a replay, Bobby the Brain goes, he got him with a somersault. And then like, it's like, no, it's the close. And then uh, Dusty goes, nah, it was a flip. He hit him with a flip, baby. <laughs> That's so good. That's so <laughs> That's perfect. It was, be, it was uh, unbelievable. What a moment. This guy came out with, didn't he come out with uh, a manager who had a huge Japanese flag? 
And then he yeah, Sonny Ono. Sonny Ono managed all of the Japanese okay. talent for no reason. But then after no this, okay. we have Sonny and Mean Gene, right? Isn't there a, a, an interview after this match? Okay, yeah. Well, well, well before that, yeah. as Brain does the uh, replay, it's 2-0. and oh, And then for some reason, he goes, ah, oh, so Japanese. Very smart. Like, I remember Why that. are you doing this, Brain? I remember that. I know. Yeah. If that was the first time where I was like, here we go. Here uh, we go. Yeah, same, same. Here we go. Ugh. Anyway, yeah, so there was the backstage with uh, uh, Bono, as Dusty keeps calling it. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Bono. He says that, uh, he says, maybe we're going to buy, this was really funny, actually. He says, we're going to win, then we're going to buy WCW, and then maybe we'll buy Iowa. And Mean Gene yeah, goes, oh yeah, that was WCW is not for sale. I don't know about Iowa. I don't know what goes on there. And like, it's <laughs> yeah. such a good, like, it's so funny. They're not even in Iowa. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. Yeah, why <laughs> Iowa? But then he also says, maybe we have friends in Dungeons of Doom, which is one of my favorite quotes of the whole pay-per-view. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> Dude, Mean Gene is incredible. He's unbelievable. He's so the, the, the good. Best. There's an obvious, like, the guy's English is very, very good, but there's obviously a little bit of a language barrier, but there's no, like, Gene just, like, he, he's got it. You know, yeah, he, he's, like, like early, early in the show, him. Eddie Guerrero had a promo. Yeah. And he was being really nervous, you could tell. Yeah. And Gene just took over, and he started doing Eddie's promo for him. He's like, I saw this young man, Eddie Guerrero, right before this match doing push-ups back here. Yeah. He's training. He's preparing. I'm like, you're, you're, you're like his manager. You see what's going on? Because, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's, at this point, he's probably done, like, 5,000 of these, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. he knows what you got to do. Listen uh, up, motherfuckers. This guy's big, tough, and strong. He's buff as hell. Look at that beautiful mullet. He's coming out to kick ass. Back to you. Call the hotline. Unbelievable. Yeah. What was the next match? Was that Johnny B. Good? Uh, yes, it was uh, oh, Johnny B. Bad. Oh, no, Jonathan. no, no. Uh, it's Lex Luger Okay, okay. Uh, with Jimmy Hart uh, taking on Masahiro Chono, who is one of the big guns yeah, of New name. Japan. This is this is an act. Like, if you actually paid attention, this is kind of the biggest dream match of the event because Chono would be like uh, uh, just the biggest guy. He's like the Okada of the moment there. Okay. Uh, and so, they gave him to Lex Luger. Yeah. Well, Lex Luger's one of their top guys. This ended up kind of being a, a big, meaty men slapping meat kind of match. Mm -hmm. They beat the shit out of each other here. Um, uh, and it, it was weird because because of the uh, jingoism in the crowd, Lex Luger is a face here. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> nobody's matter. rooting for the Japanese yeah. guy, even though he's a heel. But let's get real. Like, if I was there, I would be like, Fuck yeah! Like, of course. Yeah, like, of course I'm rooting. Not only is he American. That's he's, not fair. You're, he's you're from, from Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, have we talked about how annoying it would be to wrestle with Jimmy Hart yelling at you through a bullhorn? Oh, man. Dude. It's annoying I, just to listen to it. I, dude, I'm so I, sensitive to shit like that. Like, when a, a fucking fire engine or whatever goes by if I'm on the street, I, like... I get like unreasonably mad. Like someone better be fucking dying if this ambulance siren is killing <laughs> yeah. me right now. It's unreasonable. If I'm wrestling and he's right there doing the fucking, come on, baby, you got him. Like I'm going to fucking lose it. He already, like he already talks like a Ninja Turtles bad guy. And then <laughs> you're adding the megaphone. So it's, just, it's, it's even, it's, 
all awful frequency just coming out, yelling the entire time. Does he sing? Is this the time he where, he, where he sings a little bit of the Star Spangled Banner and it's like perfect? <laughs> the camera's over his shoulder, his right shoulder. He looks back and he goes, oh, say, can you see? <laughs> And somebody in the commentary goes, <laughs> even though he's fucking, he's the heel manager. Some somebody in commentary goes, sing it, Jimmy. Like it's just so like <laughs> everything's out the window. Doesn't matter. I think that was Bobby. Yeah, uh, which, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But like, oh, it's so fucking good, dude. It's so, so good. Uh, Another choo -choo. incredible moment just happened on the screen for Bo, which is Metallic Hat just walked right into Colin's mirror. Yeah. <laughs> cats, cats do not abide by the laws I'm of physics, dude. You they shit about sure cats. do not. <laughs> that went went to went straight to Narnia. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I so there. Oh, good. Didn't Jimmy Hart? Jimmy Hart is wrote the Shawn Michaels song, right? Yeah, like he wrote it, and it's him doing the girl voices. That's Jimmy Hart going, oh, oh, Shawn. I thought that was sensational. I mean, it's already not. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, I'll double check okay. right now. Okay. okay. Uh, already, that's really not appealing. But he did like, a lot. Song he did is this. a very not sexy song about a sexy man. <laughs> he also Just did the even Sting less song uh, that, you, that you hear, the Hulk Hogan song. That's all Jimmy Hart, baby. The Steiners. They're all, they're all real bad. James. Uh, so this, so I had to sing match, back. I, Jimmy says. Oh, so we sorry. went in, knocked it out. So um, Sherry Martel did the like first version of it, the original version. Yeah. Vince heard it and said, "Let's have Sean do it. Get mm -hmm. Sean in the studio." So they kind of scrapped it, and it, he says, "So we went in, we knocked it out in about an hour's time." I had to sing the backups doing "Sexy Boy" because we didn't have a girl singers in that particular track. So it's him, oh, it's not him doing so the doing Sean the part. He's doing the "Sexy Boy." That's Jimmy Hart. <laughs> Okay. Amazing. I didn't know that. That's what it, and learned something. The fact that, that HBK, I mean, you know, I don't think he's been on TV or whatever in a minute, but the fact that he still uses that song mm -hmm. forever. On. Crazy. Come on. It's an all timer. It's an all it's an all timer. Yeah. Oh, say can you see? <laughs> uh, so best exchange during this match on commentary. Chono hits the mafia kick. Oh, yeah. Which is a running straight kick. And Dusty goes. Where are you getting all this? German du suplex, mafia kick. They kicked it with the bottom of a 12 and a half foot in the mush. It got nothing to do with the mafia, baby. Just caught it with a Sicilian elbow, a Yugoslavian elbow. <laughs> and then Bobby's going to get on this. Kicked him in the Bosnian butt. <laughs> yeah. I loved that. So I good. Loved they all were having of that. so much fun. Yeah. You know, oh, one thing we didn't talk about, I, it, it happened by now. They have all the commentary commentators sitting and the camera frames their entire body sitting in folding chairs. So we're just staring at their crotches. Like there's no table. <laughs> right. So you're just looking right, right, right. at Dusty's fucking junk. <laughs> yeah. And they, and they all look knuckle. so uncomfortable and just like awkward. <laughs> and it's so fucking, how did nobody get them a table? Or just the table is on the opposite side or the wait, table wait. is facing the ring. And they turn from the table to face the cameras. Why? Also, here's here's how you fix that. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Just angle it up a little bit. Man up. Zoom in. But Jesus what? Christ. Put a graphic oh there or something. Like I I couldn't 
when I saw it, I was like, this, it makes it look very, again, it, if I paid for the pay-per-view at the time, I, I would have been pissed. <laughs> I would have been like, are you, are you losing your mind at this horn that's honking right not, now? Not happy about it. <laughs> uh, if I paid for the pay-per-view at the time, I would have been, I would have been like, well, why does this seem so like rinky-dink? Cause it seems different. It did feel like the set felt pretty basic. It yeah. felt very yeah. thrown together at the last minute. Yeah. Even the lighting setup yes. uh, looked bad. pretty cheap. Uh, and you never really notice that kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, and this is their WrestleMania. This yeah, is right. the biggest show of the year for them. So they literally it's said it's weird. the granddaddy of them all. Yeah, granddaddy so of them all. Yeah. Which is that's the that's the WrestleMania term, right? Also, yeah, I don't think I don't think they were the first ones to say it, but yeah, definitely. Uh, well, so either way, very funny that they are that WrestleMania that now uses that. Yeah, and and then they used like, it back then too. <laughs> well, so even sure. even like well, that is so funny to hear that in the Eric Bischoff is like that wasn't our WrestleMania. Dude, dude, they're saying it on the show. <laughs> they're go, they're going. This is our big show. Yeah, yeah you yeah. fucking maniac. Yeah, uh, <laughs> crazy. Lex wins, right? Lex wins. This is the first win for first WCW. Win. Uh, during the replay, Dusty calls the replay, and at the end, he says, "Take that in your rickshaw brain and take it back to your hotel." Sweet, and then oh Bobby responds, God. "Sweet and sour, this dream." Oh my God! So there you go. That's uh, Dusty, that's, sir. That's sir. It's uh, it's it's it gets so bad. It, well, this, it's about right? to get as bad as it gets. It gets yes. as bad as it gets. What? What's her name? Um, uh, the Diamond Doll Kimberly. Diamond Doll. So it's Johnny B. Bad with the Diamond Doll Kimberly uh, versus uh, Masa Saito. Uh, a legend. Uh, and Bobby name. Heenan points out that he once managed Masa Saito in AWA. This guy's been around forever. He also comes out to like a I, I know it's a rights free track, but I'm like, this is like this is like a Tupac beat. He it's kind of awesome. Oh, dude, we didn't even talk about the music. <laughs> some of the like some of the Japanese uh themes are heat. Like when uh when it's later on, but when Kensuke's like Sasaki comes out. He, it's honestly, it sounds exactly like this must be the place by Talking Heads, and I'm like, how did they license that? <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder what their music was in Japan, and like mm. why they didn't use those. Because you would think, you know, like I just I mean, wonder yeah, about I that. Don't know. There's no way it, it was bing bong bong. Like there's no way no. it was that. So I just no. wonder. I, I just it's probably just cheaper and they just probably just like sick guitar solos. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, that's still what they're doing. Yeah. Right. They're still um, like, who's like, they're still like Marty Friedman. Give us something. Yeah. And Marty's like, I got, I got, you. I got all, of I'm it. a hero. I have every riff. Uh, yeah. what does this idiot say in the ring? So, okay. So, uh, Sonny Bono grabs the mic and says, oh, Kimberly yeah. shouldn't be allowed at ringside. Kimberly just waves her finger, says she won't leave. She grabs the mic and says, this isn't a Japanese bathhouse, and she isn't some basic woman. She asks Ono what he's... Oh, she calls, uh, she's yet. like, and I ain't no geisha. Oh, geisha. I, I, maybe you know, yeah. This might have been my autocorrect because I was trying to write it down so quickly. Yeah, she says geisha. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I ain't no geisha. She asks Odo what he's going to do if she doesn't leave the ring, and they both just leave the ring. <laughs> well, dude, wait, wait, wait. She oh, calls, did I miss something? Yeah, she calls him Hop Sing. She oh! Sure does. Oh! Like, so, I totally so missed that. In 20 seconds, you get sexism, you get racism, and you get un, like the opposite of humor. The three worst things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, the three worst things you can do. The third being the worst. Not being funny. Get yeah. out of here. You're yeah, going to be racist gonna and not things, funny? Yeah. Be you hilarious. Gotta really, yeah. You got to be fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, I know, exactly. I know that in New Japan, they didn't have and still don't have women's wrestling. So I wonder whose idea that was to like point out. Well, the thing is. Uh, they might not have women's wrestling in New Japan, but right now at this moment, there is a huge uh, women's wrestling uh, thing happening in Japan with all Japan women. With all Japan like we saw those women on the last pay-per-view uh, that were super badass. So women wrestling, yeah, women's wrestling is very respected in Japan. But it's in a different It's promotion. separate. Right. But it's separate, yeah. So I just wonder if it was like Bischoff being like, hey, you should say this. And then she'll oh, say, absolutely. You know. This is Southern Wrestling 101. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, this is totally just dated WCW stuff. This is what, what used to work, you know? Yeah. But, uh, 30 years later, it looks very bad. <laughs> it looks outdated even then. It's so bad. Hey, don't call out the fact that we don't have women's wrestling. We do. They're in a different promotion. Separate but equal. Wait a minute. Yeah. Hold on a second. <laughs> uh, yeah, that sucked. Um. It's yeah. The match she, is cool. Johnny be Kimberly. Kind of goes. Johnny Johnny be bad. Sorry, Johnny rocks. Right. Kimberly, uh, like, I feel so bad that they are doing this to her because this is the second time she talks in WCW. Period. And even the first one is one of the worst promos ever. She is. A terrible actress, and that's fine because she was not required to do any acting right. before mm -hmm. this. Just they probably were just like, good. can she do something? And she is trying her best, and it's really hard for her, and they're, give, they're giving her the worst mm. stuff. Mm. She has said, with this and the other promo, is she has maybe said <laughs> the worst stuff on in the history of WCW. It's crazy. <laughs> Poor girl. Yeah. I feel bad for her. Um, uh, there was a Russian leg trip uh, uh, during this, and Dusty <laughs> goes, what country have we been to? <laughs> like 300 uh, of them, Dusty. <laughs> <laughs> a whole bunch. <laughs> uh, there was a weird DQ finish here, uh, which, like, why are they protecting uh, Masa Sa I guess Masa Saito didn't want to take a loss. So uh, Johnny B. Bad gets the victory. Yeah, what was uh, the what was the DQ uh, over the top rope or something? Yeah, yeah they what? just have that's a that's a WC that's a, a weird rule that they're still doing in WCW. Uh, you cannot throw a person over the top rope. That is a DQ. That is too so, dangerous. So if I throw someone over, I get disqualified, and that's what he does. Yes. Yep. Yes. You'll notice in the main event when the ref gets knocked down, only then does Ric Flair throw Sting over the top rope, and. Uh, so yeah, it's a thing that they use. It, it's a it's a the worst rule. They have very soon after this, I feel like they they dump this rule because it's so 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 dated. It very dated, yeah. It slows down the trajectory of how people I couldn't. Work. I truly couldn't believe when that happened. 
And I was because I you, you what dude. Also, what the fuck are they talking about? I watched I, I, I like if you watch NWA like Ric Flair versus Steamboat, they are doing nothing but throwing each other over the top <laughs> rope. That's fucking Ric Flair's main oh, bump is you they, kick him over the top only, rope. They only instituted it like a year or two prior. To this. So it's a relatively new rule, even in WCW, because it's from Mid-South Wrestling. They brought in the booker from Mid-South, so he added all these rules. And they never got rid of it. Dude, it's weird. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's That's, stupid. Don't want to over. It's an old rule, but it's not that old. That's insane. so now it's two to two. Now it is uh, two to two. Yes, tied up. Then we got uh, Shinjiro Otani, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, right? right. Uh, taking on Eddie Guerrero. In a great match that the crowd could not give a shit about until mm. until one amazing top rope Huracan Rana. Then they were like game on for this one. It was cool, uh, but it was it was like late. Eddie gets flipped, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Does Eddie get flipped? And he kind of like late reacts, you know? He like kind of misses. Oh my right knee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh yeah, it's um it, it's so funny to to see Eddie and Chris Benoit and, and people of of the who would later become so like iconic. renowned and iconic to see them in stuff like this. And both yeah, of them losing. Both, and both show. of them losing, yeah. Maybe that's why Benoit was pissed. No, oh, I think absolutely. It w- they they were not treated with respect, but like they were both kind of scrubs at this point. They do eventually get mm. like a better uh, win and, percentage. And also, I think it's that, and also like Benoit is proudly Canadian, and they're making him like you're on the U.S. team, and he's like, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking not, man. Not. What are you what are you talking about? It is about, funny because like like you know, in in the nineties during the dream team, Tony Kukoc went and played on his home team in the Olympics in Jordan and they like gave him a hard time. Cause he's not American. Right. You know? So like even by like Olympic rules, like it is it actually doesn't make sense that they would have foreigners on the no, there's so much about this that doesn't make yeah sense. yeah of course this whole fucking thing doesn't make sense can i can i ask you a question rob so yeah. this this invasion uh invasion angle sucks uh eventually i uh i like i know that the or at least i've heard that they're the nwo angle doesn't really result in a WCW versus NWO kind of tournament or anything has and also the WCW versus WWE invasion angle also sucks. Have, has there ever been one of these that it's like that fucking ruled? Has there ever like been an always, invasion angle? Uh, so I haven't seen it, but I've read that when I read uh, Antonio Inoki's um, obituary, mm-hmm. there was an invasion angle that he did in the late 80s that supposedly was really good because he ended up owning both promotions so uh he like there wasn't that uh political stuff even though the promotion he owned first won 
But yeah, those things are really hard to pull off because it's give and take and you don't want to make your guys look weak. So someone's got to look like, like the loser. Mm, so that's weird. why these things never pay off. They, they're never as good as advertised. Yeah. But even in the, the, the WCW, WWE one is when they buy WCW, right? Like they already, they yes. own it. Yeah. But there's, yes, there's but pride the, there, you know? Yeah. And they didn't so buy dumb. out any of the contracts of the big stars. So, uh, it was very lopsided. There weren't any big stars on the WCW side. So then they had all these WWE guys turn and join WCW to like even it out. And then it was just like, all right, this is a mess. Yeah. This the, was totally, totally <laughs> the NWO so and outsiders thing was cool because it wasn't set up. There wasn't a, a right. Obviously it was set up, but it wasn't like there's a tournament. Here come these guys. It's yeah. They're just fucking with the show. Yeah. And they're coming and, yeah. in through the crowd and using and like, they're their all real names. guys that were in WWF two weeks ago. So right. you're like, is this a WWF yeah. invasion? You know, as a kid, because again, this is really uh, before uh, gossip site websites. The internet was like right. was still AOL. So the only way to get like wrestling news would be some newspapers would have a once a week column, or you would have a like local hotline, which was an answering machine. That's it. Yeah. You so know, what like did they do? No- what happened? I get. I mean, I, I, With, we'll uh, get NWO? to it eventually. Yeah. Like, do, do they eventually? Is there eventually? It just, it's is it just Sting versus Hogan? Is that the WCW become, versus NWO? It thing? becomes WCW versus NWO, but then eventually everybody becomes NWO. Right. Like they don't want to let the momentum die. And then it splits into Hollywood and Wolfpack. Yeah, and like then the certain, NWO starts feuding within itself. And then, and then there's two NWOs. And then it comes to to a head where it's it's Nash versus Hogan, and he does the finger point, and Hogan wins, and they just hug it out, and they unify again. So it's like two or three years of, of booking and this division. And like the Wolfpack shit was cool. I remember thinking he was cool as a kid. Yeah. And then it it like resets. It oh they overstayed the welcome for oh like at least a year yeah and they there was never a conclusion they never ended it it Dude, just kind of faded out. Speaking of what did you catch? By the way, Dusty Rhodes is eventually NWO too, so we have a future NWO. Guy. That Jesus. was that was that was the the one heel turn. You were like, oh, is he ever heel? That was it. That yeah. was it. Technically, I don't want to say it, but they're Damn. so beloved. Um, did any, either of you catch Jeff Jarrett? mentioning NWO to Dennis Rodman the other night. Oh, I, yes. I he, I at did. one point I he did. says, they, they are both former NWO. At one point he says, I was the leader of a certain group that you and I were both a part of something That's along right. those lines, you know, and it was just like a fun, right. like, Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. That's so crazy. It's, it's weird that like well because now like you, we have a an AEW who has a good relationship with New Japan like, and they have a paper they 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 have two pay per views yeah now where they're gonna do this can't why not do a long build to one of these I still don't and think do that, a, that the general the the main audience 
cares or knows about Japanese wrestlers. I just don't. Sure. I don't think that's changed. Think it, it, yes. I, the I think you're absolutely right. But yeah, it's not as good. Because even when we went to Forbidden Door, some of the guys were doing their signature stuff, the New Japan guys, and nobody in the arena no. knew what was going on. No, well, what, that's why I'm saying, why not do a longer build so people know yeah. who these folks oh, are? Oh, I see like, what you mean. Do a long program yeah. where it's like, all right, we've had two Forbidden Doors. Like maybe after this one, uh, be like New Japan's pissed because they keep losing. Now it's like, yeah. well, it's like Brian Danielson, like, like the two best wrestlers in the world, had a match, uh, and Brian beat Okada, and they can be fucking mad about it. Yeah, uh, because that's they're like you beat our you beat our top guy, uh, or, or whatever. They, they you can come up with a reason, but maybe do a long build so we know who these folks are because. They have good talent. Like Zack Saber Jr. is incredible. He's very everybody loves uh Suzuki and Ishii. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like th- build it up. Make like tell the story. Like the story doesn't have to just be like these guys wrestled in another yeah. on another channel. I, I like, really tell do, me. I really do think the the reason why is the same reason it's always been. I just you, there's a niche mm-hmm. group that really mm-hmm. likes Japanese wrestling and will tune in and watch Japanese. And like, I watched Wrestle Kingdom, you know, like I, I, I get it. Like the, there are certain things that I'll tune into for sure. Totally. But it, yeah. it I, I am, it, I'm self-admittedly like a, I'd say a medium level fan. I think it's like, yeah. it's advanced shit to, to totally. yeah. know about that. It stuff requires a lot of commitment to uh, time and, keeping up with the schedule it's well, not to, easy to keep up with it that's why i'm saying tell the story on aew maybe like, right just well they have barely everything. enough time to tell their own story yeah you know what I mean? know. maybe it's just a yeah. risk i don't i don't know i don't know but i i agree they, there's ways to do it uh anyway so otani gets the win here obviously he's not the iwgp junior champions not taking a loss yeah. uh but the last few minutes of this was really really good then we got Macho Man doing a promo wearing insane, insane print. All the different animal prints just collaged with different uh, fluorescent colors. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. He does a thing that always cracks me up where he turns his back to the camera when he's doing his, his look around thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's always so funny to me. It gets me every look, time. He turns away from the camera, but it's purely so he can go. Ooh. Yeah, 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 right. It's for the... The it's for the turn. He's the man. He is so the I macho like, man. Yeah, he is just the yeah, macho man. like li- fully Lisa Franked. It's so <laughs> sick. Yes, uh, and he really, looks this, unbelievable. This, this rewind that we've been doing has really cemented to me that how much I loved Macho Man, and macho like, man? I, I kind of forgot honestly because you know he's yeah. not around and he's not one of the people that like they show nostalgia for. So you have to look for it yourself. Macho Man. Flair, Sting, uh, for sure, and Sting, Sting. Are, are just like, oh shit! Like these, these were the guys. You know, mm-hmm. you really get it. What's the next yeah. one? So it's Savage versus Tenzon. This was a nothing thing again. Savage barely has a functioning arm. Yeah, he's <laughs> so he does this a was sick uh, elbow drop though. Yes, yes, this sick. is a really, and that was the only offense he really had. Uh, his matches, I realized the pattern is, all right, five-minute match. You could beat me up for four and a half minutes, and then I do my 30-second comeback. Boom, boom, boom. Elbow drop. We're out of here. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, which I mean, because he's injured as fuck. He's a fully, like, <laughs> he looks like he got a half sleeve tattoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, he, he's, uh, it's brutal. The writing was on the wall for the tournament thing. Like, obviously, they were going to win, or WCW mm. was going to win. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And I, I will say, all of this played out. The whole pay per view played out exactly as we predicted. Mm-hmm. Like, like at, yeah. when we had talked about it before, we knew America was going to win. We kind of guessed the the triangle match, and then what that meant too for the, yeah for the main. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it was very predictable. There was no ten, no suspense mm-hmm. in this event. It kind of felt like a giant exhibition until the triangle match. Uh, yeah. I thought, but so this Sting versus Kensuke Sasaki. Uh, uh, they tried to, you know, uh, it's a tie three, three. They're saying Sasaki had just beaten sting for the U S title. Mm. But of course the stinger's going to win baby. Yeah. Uh, and this match was kept short. Cause again, sting has to wrestle <laughs> next. <laughs> uh, so, uh, why? I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, there was a, a great gag in between these matches. I quickly want to acknowledge. They cut back to the announcers. Mm. Tony and Dusty are oh. facing the camera, and then they like Heenan is still facing the monitors. So Tony uh, bumps him, and then Heenan does a total farcical <laughs> fall over. Everybody breaks character. Everybody. Even they they cut to Mean Gene mean in the Gene. back. Even yeah. Mean Gene is laughing. Dude, it is it so Jim, Jim Carrey slapstick esque. It is yeah, the, so yeah. fucking funny. And 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 Tony Schiavone's laughing immediately. Immediately. He's like, hey, and then he just immediately he, he breaks. It is so fucking funny. I rewound it like three times. I laughed so fucking hard. Dude, I loved that. I love that. My uh <clears throat> my girlfriend, anytime that I like lightly tap her or touch her every time she goes ah, every time and it cracks me up immediately and that's that level like tony is barely touching him and he's flat it's so good it's so fucking funny and i wonder if it's that so is a comment on the fact that they have to, i wonder if that's his way of kind of ribbing production yeah to be like we got to turn oh, around and the, around. the desk yeah, is yeah, the yeah. wrong way why don't we have swivel fucking chairs what are you doing? Well, great point. The sh- the shot of them, I are they doing it because the 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 nitro shot is the desk is away f- from the ring and you see the audience in the ring behind them. Yeah, and yeah. that admittedly looks fucking incredible. It looks awesome. Yeah. But just have two desks. Look- have them sandwiched. I believe yeah. that Nitro announce station is rotating too. So they, they do, they can do, yeah. So why not? That's I so good. It's crazy. But, or that's also why like most announce tables are in front of the crowd, in front of the ring. So you can see the crowd behind them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's why you don't, you don't, you don't have to put them like by, by the pretzel stand. Like they can, be, yeah. <laughs> they can be next to the ring. I don't know. Yeah. That, that part was incredible. It showed you that, like, Bobby knows exactly what he's doing. Like, at oh, yeah. all times, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, I love, they all I love, love that. Uh, Bob- so, Sting, I want to mention, had an incredible jacket. Unbelievable. Like, he actually, I think, beats Macho Man for best jacket of the night Ooh. Uh, for his entrance. I know that's a Hot tough take. thing. 
It's a hard. Uh, it's a hot take say. right there, Robert. Uh, crowd was dead for the heat. They don't care about Sasaki. They don't care about any of these Japanese guys. No. Only once Sting fought out of uh, the Scorpion Deathlock that Sasaki put him into. They wake up. Boom, boom, boom. Sting wins. USA, USA. Champagne uh, in the cup. Yeah. He got the cup ceremony. Johnny B. Bad. Amazing black pinstripe pants. I noticed when they were doing the recap for the triangle match, they're the exact same black pinstripe pants that Lex Luger wore a few weeks ago with the matching top. Oh, my God. Exact same oh, pants. Oh, that's the, the, the Carmella Soprano. Yes. Oh, the business suit. Yeah. Wow. The he power suit. Just, he was just <laughs> wearing the slacks, Johnny. <laughs> uh, all right. And then we get the triangle match. If you kick in those say- suits, it's the, it's the mafia kick. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Triangle match. So this is what I was saying before is like, we kind of figured out that because of who was wrestling when and Savage being injured, that Flair was going to win. Yeah. And that also meant because Savage was injured and was probably needed a break. Flair was going to win, win. Yep. And sure enough, like the triangle match was awesome. I had, a, it, well, I, you know, I really enjoyed I really it. like this gimmick, this yeah. idea that one person has to be tagged in. I so, thought it would be stupid. But I like it better. Yeah, no, the, the moment when um, Flair finally tags Luger and Luger has to come in and face Sting and, and Flair's like, <laughs> like, I got him. Yeah. That was when yeah. I was like, okay, this is sick. Yeah. So I want to mention the psychology of this match was amazing. Obviously, we're closing Obviously. this match. He's, yeah, yeah. he's carrying this whole thing. So uh, Sting had just wrestled. So he wants to start out the match because he's already w- warmed up. He doesn't want to like tighten up. Luger's had his time to break. So Sting starts in it with Flair. They go like another five, 10 minutes. Flair is fresh. So of course, Sting is the first person to get tagged out. And Luger sneaks in a tag. And Sting is like, whoa, what the hell? It was the first sign of tension with Luger and Sting. Then Luger goes like five, 10 minutes with uh, Flair. And then. Uh, as a viewer, I'm like, how come Sting hasn't tagged in? I want to see Sting versus Luger. This is uh, the right. This is the big thing, you know. And they they set the psychology of that up perfectly, yeah. to where after Flair is done being beat up, he's like you said, Bo. Yeah. yeah now I'm going to make you two fight. How about that? And then that's when the crowd stands up. That yeah. And that, like that was the moment. Attention. Oh, dude, you just reminded me when when Sting <laughs> when Sting wins the tournament. Uh, somebody goes, the crowd is standing up. <laughs> like that's it. That's the like, that's it. holy shit, they're standing. <laughs> but um, yeah, this is awesome. Flair is so fucking good. He does those those like shoulder checks into Luger and like sells oh, him really yes. good. And like, I don't know, dude. It it's so funny that like he already is starting to look like melting ice cream in his life. <laughs> when yeah, he's, he's an action figure in the microwave. But he fucking rocks. Yeah. Yeah. There's like no And once once Sting and Luger are in the ring, the match kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like the crowd yeah. is dead. They're just punch kicking. They're not doing anything. It was only until they got to the big climax. Yeah. Which is uh but before we get to the climax, there's a few great dusty quotes. Okay. Uh first Tony says, uh it's Sting getting a rush of adrenaline. Dusty goes, Did you just say Russian adrenaline? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So quick, dude. And I, I thought he was going to say Russian dressing and I was going to lose it. Somebody, somebody, um, gorilla presses and they say, yes, gorilla and animal. 
But I just noticed, I, I can't remember if it was Luger pressing flare or Sting pressing flare, but somebody does it. It was Luger, it was Luger pressing flare because it was a brutal well, dude, <laughs> press slam. I just happened to notice he they full on just grab dick. Like it's oh, a yeah, full yeah. on just like oh, I, always dick. Know, I always wonder that. And like you're kind of giving them like one in the stink too, as uh, well. It, <laughs> it, it's it's so that weird. Seems really it's, so weird. it's a taint grab. Yeah, that seems really yeah. painful. That would hurt. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I feel like so you got to the... be generous by putting the pressure of like the inner thigh. Yeah. Letting the, the mush hang out the side. Yeah, yeah. And then so you're yeah. kind of just doing. Well, a lot of times it is. And a lot of times it, it is lift. thumb on thigh. You'll notice. But this one was just like full on. Full on. Well, like, they know just grab dick. Just full they on. They go way back. <laughs> well, also, you know, they've had orgies together. They're fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, those two specifically. Uh, when they do the gorilla slam, Dusty goes, "Now it's a gorilla slam. It's not a German slam." <laughs> and and when Fla Flair was playing possum, he's like, "What are you talking about, possum? He's not. You don't got spikes. He's not playing possum. What do you mean, possum? Oh my god! So fucking okay. funny. The climax the ending, is incredible. The, the fantastic match, ending. Like perfect. if you if you have this dilemma of you don't want anyone to take a loss. Yeah. Uh, which again, why book this? But fine. This was the most tasteful way to book this disappointing finish, which is Luger finally gets Sting in a torture rack, and I'm like, oh shit! I didn't think this could happen. Yeah. And then the ref gets kicked over. The classic torture rack kicks the ref down. Yeah. Flair sees what's going on. He knows what he needs to do. Yep. Chop lock, beautiful chop lock. Looked vicious. Yeah. Uh, Luger falls out, throws Sting over the top rope. Uh, a disqualification. The ref doesn't see it. But now both of those guys are messed up. Yep. Out of the ring. Flair goes back on the apron, wakes the ref up, and we get a count out. Victory. Well, and a count out because Luger grabs Sting. Too, so it sets. Oh, up, right! Yes, it sets up yes. Them. I forgot that important detail. Sting was just about to make the ten count, he had it, and yeah. Luger says no, and then kind of apologize, like, "Oh, sorry, I had to do that." But no, you didn't. You lost. You cost the match for yourself too by by doing that. Awesome, awesome finish. Great, I, I great, think, yeah, really finish. good finish. If they didn't, if they didn't do crappy finishes the rest of the show, yeah, yeah, this yeah. would have been ten times better. But it was still I, a great finish. Flair wins Again, doing sneaky stuff. Luger finally kind of turns on Sting, like officially. Yeah. Luger full on heel. Sting looks like he could have done it. He got <laughs> robbed. Like it, it all, yeah. it all worked really well. Yeah, yeah. Everyone looked good. Everyone was protected. Let's yes. say no one looked like a wimp. Yeah. Uh, then we get Michael Buffer getting his paycheck for no reason. Dude, but there's like a, a production confusion where it's like, let's go to Michael Buffer. Oh. While well, we were going to Michael Buffer, <laughs> and he's just yes, I did like. Shivani was pissed. Yeah. Uh, the match was nothing. And really, at this point, I felt so bad for Macho Man. Like, just just end it. And if you and, and as great as the Schmaz finish in the last match was, this was total chaos. The horsemen come out. Pillman falls into the ref. So the ref has to pretend to, like, try to kick Pillman out to, like, be distracted from Arn coming in with the brass knucks. Ric Flair Dude. gigs himself Way, way too hard. Well, here's the thing. He, so he's, I, a, he's a blood fountain. I watched this several times, right? So it's it's the Jimmy Hart megaphone. Yep. It's what's initially used, but I don't think that's what did it. And then what's crazy is if you watch, Flair never touches his head. Oh, he it's Ma did. Macho Man does. 
Macho Man gets on top of him and is at his head. And Flair's arms are kind of by his side. I think Macho Man did it and just kind of whoopsie. Because they would do that for each other sometimes too. Yeah, right. And then I'm Macho goes, would, uh, Flair. And then yeah. Macho goes up for an elbow. That was well, that looked brutal. Is, they couldn't even do the interview segment at the end because yeah, he yeah. had to go get stitched up. It is bad. Yeah, I think, I think he he might have bladed himself because he gets bonked with the megaphone and then falls down. What like when they do the when they do the blading? Yeah, I found it like they doesn't immediately start bleeding. You got to bonk it. So when my when like they do the blade and then. Like probably what happened is Macho Man was like noogie and then oh, it starts. So he yeah, probably maybe. started. He probably initiated Watch it the, back the blood. and try to find like the actual moment. And it's weird. Yeah. It's a weird one. But it, I mean, it, it's it probably pays off. Weird. It's fucking insane. And it's crazy. I, you know, what's so funny is like, again, I thought I expected Flair to win. Once, mm -hmm. once he won the, the triangle match, I was like, okay, well, he's probably going to win. And I was still like, oh, fuck yeah, all right. <laughs> like, I was still like, yeah. cool. And you know what? The good. crowd was totally cheering the horsemen. They yeah. loved it. They Absolutely. loved all the heel shit. Dude, Arn coming in. It, it was brass knuckles is what he had? Yeah, he had like wrapped brass knuckles. It looked awesome. Like. Everything, I, I loved the end. Pillman whipping Macho Man with the belt. Oh, yes. it was so good. And they start calling him the loose cannon. I think this is the first time I've heard them uh, refer to him as that on the show. Yeah. I, I loved this. What's his uh, Paul Orndorff comes out. Why? Oh yeah. Well, because they beat him up on Nitro uh, yeah. two weeks ago. Remember, they put him in a pile driver and all that. They did that gang thing. You mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Yeah, I totally Roger forgot about that too. Yeah, doing a Roderick Strong coming out. Yeah, mad in a neck brace. In a neck brace. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, yeah. I. So watching the Ric Flair is the champion again. And we've all talked about how we're watching Flair and like it's it, like his his work is so beautiful. I thought I'm go I'm going back to what I talked about in the last episode with like how does Hogan not realize that his like him constantly having his hands on the steering wheel is hurting everybody, including himself. And I realized the 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 kind of analogy I I I was kind of thinking of is it's like he has a similar Metallica trajectory where Excuse it's me. just like they he's he's in a position where like post his prime he's making a lot of decisions that are just not working out like maybe not monetarily but he knows that people are not I'm surprised there was never a Rick Rubin death magnetic conversation do you and do you know what i'm talking about bo lars was right dude that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> lars was right lars was right but do you know what i'm talking about uh, um rob the like where uh rick rubin sits them down and goes this is during death magnetic and he's like you're everything you've made since master of puppets has been a disappointment we are we are making master of puppets again. I didn't hear this. And they go, okay. I would have said <laughs> I would have said, you're fucking fired, Rick. Bye. Yeah. 
Greatest selling Thank heavy you. record of all time. It's it was a disappointment. Yeah, like Get I'm lost. sorry. Uh, lost. And also, Justice. Justice is great. And also, Rick Rubin worked mm. on fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers. He, he did around the world. Rick Rubin, okay, yeah, I know around the world. Get lost, Rick. All right. Well, that might, that song also made a shit. Either either way, like the the tale behind that is like, yeah, I got you. At a certain point. Like you got, uh, are you like you? You hit a point where it's like, all right, I should probably hand the keys over because you're watching, yeah, your contemporaries get the reactions that you should be getting. Like you, you see someone out there like Flair who's like, this guy's eating pins and yeah. he's not losing anything. Like yeah. you're watching the show and no one, when no one can fucking lose, it's a goddamn disaster, dude. He also someone's got to fucking lose. You know the YouTube algorithm. Sometimes I, I, I don't watch Joe Rogan or anything like that, but Hogan was on Rogan recently and because I watched so much fucking wrestling stuff, a clip from him on there came onto my algorithm. So I obviously watched it and he says something along the lines of like, ah, oh, that was around the time I was doing uh, NWO there with Eric Bischoff. Doesn't even mention the, the two guys who actually like did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I truly think he's just, he got he he flew into the glass ceiling so hard that he he got CTE at that moment, in the, <laughs> you know in the early nineties and like that was just it. Uh, I'm now seeing that this was actually Hulk Hogan's decision in the Observer to give Flair the title that he well, won. <laughs> well, Jordan, <laughs> no, but I mean, but it makes sense. I mean, a, a broken clock is right twice a day. You know what I mean? And well, it, I think he wanted it because he knows that uh, it's not a threat. Like Macho Man having it is too much of a threat for Hogan. Right. So he's uh, like, and I'll beat what like, he's like, Flair will lose to me. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's exactly and I'm, that. I, we haven't even watched it yet, but I know that's what. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Lars was right. But, well, Lars actually, right. I'm not sure if Flair, Flair loses it to him, but. There is some shenanigans abound. Uh, you don't say. <laughs> On this program, no it's, way. It's cool that Flair gets his belt. It's like nice to see. Yeah. <laughs> it made me feel good. He had a I run agree. for some stitches. It feels, it feels like historical. a fitting. It feels historic. It also feels fitting for the ending of this season. And, mm -hmm. you know, the journey that we've had for these past few months. That... The guy who the title is made for, like he ends up with it. It's a it's a proper ending of this chapter. Hell yeah, of these stories. Yeah, you know, I don't so know why is, I'm doing Borat all of a sudden, but um, this is '95. <laughs> when does NWO come? '98. Uh, uh, very soon. Oh, soon. April or or May. Of they come 96? in '96. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Wow. Sick. In fact, I think there was a Gene Oakland hotline plug where he hints at like. This earth-shattering news, and I think that's Kevin Nash and Scott Hall's contracts coming up because they're just about to be up really? uh, in the next month or two. Uh, yes, can't wait. So wow. things are. '96 is a transformational year yeah. for professional wrestling, and uh, it'll be cool to and, see and, like the the even the venues change in size. And oh yeah, and also like that, well, they know? do a few months of tapings of Nitro at the Disney MGM studios in the uh -huh. summer. So it's a really cool outdoor vibe. 
It looks really, really cool. It's a very cool nice. set. And it's like a, it's at sunset, you know, yeah. it's like dusk. It's like, oh, it's like I, those I, daily I, play yeah. shows. Yeah, I think I can. Uh, for AW. Yeah, it was really cool. How so exciting. The, it's exciting. Thank you for joining us for 1995. Any final thoughts on 95 uh, before we get the heck out of here? Um, I am really glad that I was so unaware of this shit at the time. <laughs> because I think it would have <laughs> I think it would have turned me off of wrestling at the time. All I Fair. knew about WCW at this time was the N64 games. That's it. Mm. And with that, you can kind of, you know, that's choose your own adventure kind of a thing. But by April is when I would have that is probably when I started checking back and forth between the two. So so we're getting that's there. when things that heated up. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jordan, I, how was your experience? Uh, insane. Um, I think, (laughs) I think watching this has, it's real, it's, it's really, it's strange to watch wrestling that at, in one section where it's like, this is so different from what I know of wrestling, but also seeing it have all the same kind of like inner workings as modern wrestling like it's weird that kind a lot of the same problems that modern wrestling happens still exist in like 1995 you know oh yeah wrestling wrestling being referential to to wrestling mm. is like a gift and also a curse at the mm. same time Very interesting deep. yeah that was deep 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 well, uh, keep up with us on socials, Nitropod, Knitropod, <laughs> uh, for announcements on when season two is coming. We're taking a bit of a hiatus. And uh, thank you for taking this ride with us. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed watching and ranting about it. Maybe uh, you learned something about wrestling, too. Yeah. I love to learn things. I love live learning. to learn. I live to learn. Folks. Until then, check out Two Minutes to Late Night. Check out Hard Lore. Check out Squirt Circle. Pick plenty of podcasts to keep you busy while we're gone. Uh, Jordan, take us out of here. Good night, Trump.